the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It takes a couple of special guys to co-host during the COVID. They weren't available, so we've got Rick and Dan live from their homes via Zoom on Faith Talk Atlanta. Hey, it's Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. We love having this guy on the show. In fact, I think I think we're all separated at birth here. He's just like us, uh, Dan. Mm-hmm. It, John Fuller, Focus on the Family. John, how are you? I'm doing well, thanks. I look just like you, except the Duck Dynasty beard. I don't have that. And I wish I were in the sunshine with the water behind me, but oh, well, I want to be like you guys. That's for sure. What uh, do you think? Aim higher, John. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think your wife would say, John, if uh, you said, hey, I'm separated with, uh, from birth uh, with, with these guys? Well, she went to school in West Monroe, Louisiana, Louisiana Tech where the uh, Duck Dynasty boys live, she'd be right at home. She, she really <laughs> won a, a spitting contest, a tobacco spitting contest in college. Really? <laughs> so I think that she would be fine. Awesome. If, yeah, I think she would be fine if we associated more closely. <laughs> would she yeah. let you grow a Duck Dynasty beard like that, do you think? Uh, she would let me, but I cannot. My manhood has not attained <laughs> such heights, and so... A little bit of stubble is all I can do. Sorry. Gotcha. Okay. Dan, I say that uh, we get John's wife on next time because I would love to hear more about, uh, you know, a little bit about her background. And that's I want to see her spit. <laughs> that's quite a gift right there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, John, we do love uh, hanging with you. I just wanted to catch up with you. Here we are, the holidays. Uh, what do you guys usually do? Do you have traditions or are you doing something new? I mean, this has been a different year. It has been indeed. So um, Thanksgiving used to be just our family because with six kids, that's a pretty full house. But um, in the past several years, with girls working in the food service industry, coffee houses specifically, they used to invite friends over. And a few years ago, we had like 14 or 15, 20-somethings swinging by. They started around 10 in the morning and seven or eight at night, they were coming with pot dish you know, potlucks, uh, dishes and things. So we, we really miss that. The girls have mo- mostly moved on. And this is not the year to have 14 or 15 strangers coming into your home. So it's going to be a much quieter Thanksgiving. Christmas time, I think we're going to have all the kids together for at least a little bit. Um, and, and I'm looking forward to that. It's I feel downright patriarchal as I sit at the table and I watch them interact. And I don't get to get a word in edgewise, which is <laughs> foolish, you know, thought wise when he keeps silent. Yes. Yeah. I have two girls, so I know how that goes. It's hard to get a word in edgewise when they get going like that. I mean, they get gusts up to like 40,000 words in a, in a sitting. So <laughs> <laughs> it really was uh, really was wonderful. Those Thanksgiving times with a bunch of people coming by. Um, we we love that because. My girls just had a heart for, um, you know, their peers who didn't have family in town. So it was sort of like, come on over to our house. The Fullers 
we'll be happy to have you. And yeah. and I that's the spirit we would like to have. It just seems like this is not the year to have an open door policy like that, unfortunately. Yeah. Something you had just recently, John, uh, on Focus on the Family is the Sea Life 2020 event uh, that you can still, I see you can still watch on the website. How, how did that go? And yeah. uh, talk about how, all that. Well, so the genesis of that uh, for, for many who will remember is that in May of last year, we went to Times Square in downtown New York City, and we had about 20,000 people join us for a big celebration of life. It was about an, uh, an hour-long event. And what we did was we had speakers, we had music, and then we had a 4D ultrasound shown on big screens that we had to bring into New York City Times Square because uh, nobody would sell us uh, this, the time on their big screens there mm-hmm. in Times Square. But we had a phenomenal time. So the goal was this year to have five cities, including uh, the Atlanta area, mm-hmm. as, as uh, spots where we would do these events. And we had hoped that we would have up to 100,000 people join us. Well, with COVID, we had to change plans. We did a documentary. We did an online event. And well over 100,000 people saw just the first weekend. So we had our numbers in a little different format, but it lives on in perpetuity, of course, online. And again, it's a celebration of life. um, I really loved what we did with that because it wasn't uh, preaching. It It was an inviting in to seeing life uh, as the gift from God that it is, beginning at the moment of conception. And there there was a lot of heart there for women who have had abortions or are considering abortions. We have a lot of resources for folks. And, and so we believe that the, the moment in the culture is really ripe for um, being pro-life and for fostering the full breadth of what that means, pro-life from, from conception to natural death. Uh, but sea life was certainly a big deal for us, and, and we hope to do it again, maybe even in person uh, next May. We'll be doing something around Mother's Day of May 2021. Awesome. Sounds good. We'd love to talk to you uh, more about that as uh, as May uh, gets here. Uh, yeah, hopefully uh, things will be a, a little different. I know a lot of folks, and we see it on social media, we have conversations with folks. Of course, we're wearing our masks. But uh, we say they always say, I oh, can't wait for 2021. Uh, but, you know, I think there's something that we can glean from 2020 that has really, you know, changed us all together and individually. What do you think you've learned this year uh, as uh, as a Christ follower, as uh, as a dad, as a leader? Mm. Well, I appreciate the question, uh, Rick. And I, I think the the lesson I was learning going into 2020. Uh, was that I'm not in control. Um, we've got uh, we've got a child who kind of was spinning out of control, and there was nothing I could do to help him. And um, I had to kind of just watch and, and manage it the best we could. So that was where I was going into 2020. And the Lord has just, um, I think, pounded my heart even more. You are not in control, John, but I am. I've got a sovereign plan. I, I revealed it to you in Genesis, in, in Revelation, it's, its fruition comes, and then my kingdom forever and ever. But for now, I'm living in this space where God is doing his work. I trust in that, um, and I, I cling to that, that scripture in Isaiah. My ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. I'm bigger than any of this, and I'm working, even if you don't think I'm working, in some tremendous ways. So two things. One, 
uh, let go and let God take care of what, what only he can take care of. And then two, keep my eyes open for whatever he might have for me, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, he's got divine opportunities for all of us in the midst of this uncertainty. It might be as something as simple as just empathizing with a neighbor you haven't seen a whole lot. It yeah. might be something as simple as identifying with somebody who's fearful. It might be um, something bigger than that. It might be meeting a, a financial need. It might be taking a step across the street into some uncomfortable chair territory for you. But the, these are moments for the church to rise up and be light and to be hope and not show fear. Yeah. John, you guys always have something exciting going on at Focus on the Family. What's coming up that you're excited about? We just talked about Sea Life 2020, but there, I'm sure there's something else coming up. What are you excited about? Well, we don't have, um, you know, just because there's so much difficulty trying to plan events. We do have some right. smaller gatherings around the country that we're going to be trying to spin up. Um, I'm really excited as we kind of get into podcasting and and try to meet people digitally. We, you know, we kind of uh, uh, stood up real fast a, a streaming service uh, during the early days of COVID and, and we continue to offer that. Um, I think what I'm most excited about, um, Dan, is is the outreach that we just continue to enjoy um, with, in the past 12 months, 300,000 Decisions for Christ or Rededications to Christ. Wow. I mean, that's over a quarter of a million people who have said, as a direct result of something Focus on the Family has done, I've rededicated my life where I've come to know Jesus. Uh, that's awesome, and we want to see that just continue. Um, I'll just share candidly the, the Hope Restored uh, events for the marriage intensives for couples who are struggling. Uh, my wife and I, because of that child I mentioned earlier, were, we were just drifting. We weren't in, you know, in danger of separating or divorce, but we went and participated at a Hope Restored event. And that was phenomenal. It really, really made a big difference in how we communicate. And we want to see tens of thousands of people in the coming years be able to go and find hope. 80% uh, of the couples that go stay together. They're happier two years after going through Hope Restored. We want to see that ministry really just explode in terms of keeping couples together, not just for their own relationship, but for the generational ripples. You know what? It's hard, but we push through. You can too, young person. You yeah. can too, son or daughter. Um, so we want to see that really, really take off. John Fuller, focus on the family. And uh, I don't, have you had snow yet, John? I know you're, you're living in Colorado, a Colorado Christmas. Does that include snow? <laughs> You know, we've only had a few Christmases with snow, but our first snow this year was September 25th. We had about five, six, seven inches. And um, right now it's 65 and sunny. So I don't know, Rick, it, uh, Dan, it, it could it could snow today for all I know. I live in Colorado, uh, but it, it very well, it, I'm sure it'll be a very special Christmas, unique and odd and different for all of us. But what a great time to remember again why Jesus came, right? He came because this world is not our home. It's not in good shape. It's it's fallen apart. But yeah. be of good cheer. Be yeah. of good cheer. So Very good. Cheer. John, we appreciate you. And, uh, of course, we appreciate Focus on the Family. Focusonthefamily.com, a good place to go to. Uh, John mentioned podcasts. Check out the podcasts. Always great guests. John, we had... Jonathan uh, McKee on this morning, we were talking about uh, the screen oh. of, of the smartphone. He and his daughter uh, wrote a book. Of course, you know that. I think you guys yeah. talked to him. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's such a delight. You always have great guests. We did talk to them. Yeah, good people. But you are as well. We I wish I had known that. Uh, I wish I'd known Jonathan. Not, yeah, I wish I'd known Jonathan was on before me. I would have upped my game because he's really, really good. <laughs> John Fuller, uh, check him and Jim out on Focus on the Family. John, have a blessed uh, holiday, and we look forward to seeing you in 2021. Hey guys, thank you. And I do hope to get your way and see you in person so you don't have to worry about all these screens and things. But I yeah. will bring a mask. Don't worry. Thanks. Thanks again. Right. appreciate it, man. We got to take a break. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live.